What's going on, Fight Fans? It's your boy, James, and we have an amazing episode planned for you guys. But first, I just want to give a quick shout-out to my boy, Official Peach, over on YouTube. He's got a bunch of amazing game content he plans on releasing soon, and I mean, he's playing anything from Mechanic Simulator all the way over to COD with uh, Warzone. So if any of that fits your interest, you can find him at YouTube at Official Peach, like I said before, and of course, we'll have the link in the description below. But other than that, we'll get right to it, and again, thank you for listening. Real quick, I just wanted to drop a, di- a quick disclaimer for you guys. All the Bobby Green talk, this was recorded right, literally right before um, Bobby Green got his main event with Islam, which we will be discussing in the next episode. But, I mean, I guess we called our shot on that one. But, anyway, enjoy the episode, guys. What's going on, Fight fans? Welcome to Episode 5 of the MMA Dream. I'm here with my three wonderful co-hosts. We got James. What's up, guys? My boy, Oscar. What's up, everyone? And, and last but not least, we got Logan. Howdy. And then I'm your host, Mason. And today we're just going to be recapping the, this past weekend's huge pay-per-view. A lot of good fights to cover. We're What we're going to start with, we we made our picks for the main card. And um, one of those guys was Bobby Green. And let's kick it off with Bobby Green's performance. Yeah, um, you know, I think we all made the right pick. Um, We knew Bobby Green was going to come out there and do Bobby Green things. Landed 188 total strikes, (laughs) 53 percentage, 53 hit uh, strike percentage, and every single one of his strikes was a significant strike. We we need to get Bobby Green in a main event. That guy's going to be a star, I think. I'm super hyped for a Bobby Green main event. I think – how old is he? I'm not sure, actually. I know he, he's 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 been in some fights. He, I think he's better than better than his record shows, but mm, not even yeah. just off of his skill. That I think he's going to be a star. This guy's personality, the things he's doing in the ring, celebrate all this. People are going to eat that up. He's talking to his opponents. People are going to love that. He, he, oh. I think he can have a similar path to like somewhat like Jorge Masvidal, somewhat of a journeyman who becomes one of the sport's biggest stars. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. thirty. He's yeah, thirty-five now. Oh, because Jorge's thirty-eight now. I think thirty-seven, thirty-six, something like that. So, uh, I think he can be. I can think he can be a big, good star at the UFC. Oh yeah. No, definitely. He like Mason was saying. This, this dude talks so much shit while he's beating your ass, and it's 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 so fun to watch because after the fight, he's super humble about it. But during the fight, he's like, "I'm gonna fuck, like, like let's go, like come on, like keep like let's just keep going." And you know, and <laughs> people love that. Conor McGregor is somewhat of a guy who himself. I'm not saying he's gonna get to that level, but Conor McGregor is somewhat of a guy himself. He talks. Tr- all kinds of trash. He'll say whatever before the fight. But for the most part, other than this last one, every time we've seen Connor in a cage after the fight, he's humble. He's he's calm after. He, he's a nice guy. Well, <laughs> your wife is in me DMs. Your wife is in me DMs. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, like there were some. I think MMA on point uh, posted it today on Instagram. It was like a what if between Bobby Green and Conor McGregor, and honestly, that I would love to see that. I think that would be. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Conor, any day. Yeah, Conor, Conor. 
Yeah, Connor's been very on a landslide lately, but I mean, there's like there's there's levels to this shit, and uh, yeah, that's that. I don't think in any universe, Bobby Green. I think Bobby Green deserves deserves to fight someone ranked now. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Just not Connor. Oh, hundred percent. I think this is the perfect time in his career for him to start shooting up, trying to shoot up in the ranks a little bit. I mean, yeah. 100%. 100%. And just like these past two fights. I mean, he's been after whooping ass. You just don't land 188 Ow. significant strikes and not, you know, <laughs> not try and get a bigger, bigger named fighter on your belt. You know what I mean? And, and like we're saying, this guy, this guy gets the crowd into it. He gets them excited. It's exciting watching him fight. He's a guy that you see. Bobby Green's in the main event. You're watching that card. You're clearing out your Saturday. You're oh, yeah. You got nothing else to do because this guy, it entertains. Oh, but yeah, sure. speaking of entertainment, we had an interesting an interesting fight at middleweight mm-hmm. um, between Derek Brunson and Jared Cannonier. We actually had a – we're three to one on this one. And the only person to pick Jared Cannonier, the GOAT himself, <laughs> Oscar – Oscar yes, sir. Pulled through. What, what were your thoughts after he got dropped in the first round? By Derek My Kinsley? heart sunk. <laughs> My heart sunk. Think, Man, I, I was so any, no one. No. Go ahead, Logan. I don't Logan. think anyone expected Derek Brunson to drop Jared Cannonier like the way he did. Because it's not like he dropped him and Jared got back up. He dropped Jared and then started getting got on top of him. And started wailing on him, and it was like, "Whoa, what is going on right now?" Derek <laughs> and then Brunson, had him in a choke, bro. Derek, dude, Brun- yeah, yeah. I told, I saved by the bell, dude. He got saved by the bell in the first round. And That's... I was like, "Derek Brunson with the striking clinic, what is going on?" That was I a was... disgusting counter, though. He oh hit, my he hit God. him mean straight. Oh my dude. goodness! But that Perfect. second round, in my eyes, is what. Portrays Derek Brunson as a fighter. I <laughs> that's the reason why I chose Kennedy with this winning this fight. Oscar, are you saying he doesn't have a gas tank? He's oh, known for not having a gas tank. Dude, um, Derek I, Brunson's whole body language. The second round started and Derek Brunson's whole body like language changed completely. He like, looked. He started breathing through the mouth and was getting so tired. Dude, I felt it, I, it. To me, it seems like it happened so quickly because, like, he, he had an amazing first round, and even the beginning of the second round, he wasn't too bad. And then all of a sudden, he just looked like it looked like he was drunk. Like he couldn't stand up straight. He was like wobbling around. I thought he got hit by something. I honestly thought he got rocked at some point. I just missed it. I was so confused. I and really then, think it's. I think he did early in the second round. Yeah, yeah. He got bitch slapped. That's what happened. He got fucking wasn't. It, I I don't. I can't remember the last time I saw just a regular back fist and not a spinning back fist. And that one clocked Derek Brunson for sure. And that that's one of the like. Oh man, what a comeback by Jared Cannonier. I'm 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 shocked. I was talking about it before the podcast with this fight. Um, I think it's a similar thing to Charles Oliveira's last two opponents. They get him so close to the edge of being done and finished and out, and the fight's over, and you win. That when you get when the, they do get saved by the bell, and you have to go to that second round, you must feel totally drained, almost like if oh, you yeah. score a touchdown in football to win the game, 
but a penalty calls it back in some sort of a way. Yeah, it, it, yeah, cha- it changes all kinds of momentum. Yeah, and Jerry Canier's up, and it, I mean, maybe not at the time excited, but he's glad. He's glad he he's living to fight another day. While Derek Brunson's thinking, "Fuck, I got to keep going." <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. And yeah. Oh, man. Well, we, uh, Dana pretty much confirmed that uh, Jared's next in line for a title shot. Um, which I thought it was. I thought the winner of this fight was going to be guaranteed a title shot, anyways. But you know, I, yeah. I I really was expecting Derek Brunson to not like completely dominate the first round like he did, but to you know keep the pace and well, just keep him on the ground for way like he and he did. He he had three takedowns again, and granted he shot for thirteen, but he huh. he had him on. He kept him on the ground for a good good portion of that first round. Those yeah. second those second round shots were completely sloppy. He's not level changing. He's just diving, trying to get in on those legs, not mm-hmm. thinking about, not setting up the shot, not lowering his level. He just dove down. But yeah, very exciting fight, but possibly even more exciting. The man from Australia who came through that night, tied to Avasa. Knocking out Derek Lewis in his hometown. <laughs> James, what, what do you say about Derek Lewis in Houston? It's uh... Listen, please don't let this man fight in Houston anymore. I love Derek Lewis, but Jesus, he looks so bad every time he fights in Houston. Man, but it's He's crazy. This is it's a it's a similar type of fight with with Derek Lewis came out there. Took him, took Tai Tuivasa down. When was the last time you guys saw Derek oh, Lewis yeah. really, tr- yeah, really try and work? Shit. Where was the last time you saw Derek Lewis really try and work the ground game? He looked like he just muscled him somewhat, almost. And it, that's probably what happened. But man, like, and it's not like Ty had a didn't have a great first round either because Derek Lewis oh. was wailing on him after they he was trying to get up to get out of the second takedown. And mm. Ty just ate all of them like some like some fucking Australian meat pies, bro. Just kept eating them. <laughs> was that a thing? There was moments I thought Derek Lewis was gonna have to finish <laughs> on the ground. I, dude, oh yeah. yeah. So did I. I was, bro. I was like, "There's no way this dude is taking these shots and getting back up." But I, I just, I, I just keep. And Ty, Ty is such a trooper too. Because after he was getting wailed on, he stood up and started throwing shit back. No protection for his head at all. Just was trying to get it. Just try and hit him with something. And, you know, Derek Lewis got, definitely got gassed out by the, yeah. by the end of the first round. You well, I don't, I, I don't really think the gas tank played that heavy of a role in this fight. They were both exhausted. They were both stumbling around. Like at the the end of that fight, like they're literally the same fighter to me. It's just Tyson Avasa was better that night. Yeah, uh, he planted the a mean elbow, and Derek Lewis said that canvas looks awfully comfy and took a nap. Like that. Yep. I can't. I was literally like, "All right, Derek, just get off the fence, and you'll be fine." And throw like throw one over his shoulder. And then I well, saw him start to lean forward, and I was well, like, "Well, to be oh, fair, he fuck. did he did get off the fence. He yeah, he he did <laughs> get off quit. the fence." Uh, like, I never man. thought I'd see the day that Derek Lewis would face plant into the canvas like that. That is crazy. 
So wait, who, which which 100%. one of us picked Ty to win? Was it just me and Mason that picked Ty to win? That's correct. I, I was just so. about to say we yeah. were two two on that one. Uh huh. But um, big, oh even my if my pick was wrong, I was so happy with that fight. I oh yeah, hundred percent. Just like the Brun- it was just like the Brunson Cannoneer fight. I may mm-hmm. have picked Brunson. I may have even said Brunson might dominate, and I was almost right. But it's just an entertaining <laughs> fight. A great fight for the fans. Yeah. I, this was made personally, a great, great card even better. Personally, this was my and the, the fact that Ty Ty boss is shot all the way up to three, which I think is going to be the funniest thing for them to try to figure <laughs> out his next opponent. But like that, this ha, this personally was my favorite fight of the card, just because I'm such. Oh, a mine too. Shot. I'm yeah. such this was easily my favorite fight of the night. Well, what a, oh, 100%. I'm such a big Ty Tuivasa guy, and I, I he this extends his win streak to five. And Derek Lewis is like he's not a complete bum, like he's not a bum at all. And the he has the most he, knockouts in ever, UFC history. Mm-hmm. And this, is, oh man, he fourteen out of his at fourteen out of I think it was all of his fourteen out of uh Derek Lewis's or Ty Tuivasa's wins were all been knockouts. So Whoa. this this. This this guy this guy's gonna this guy's gonna pull some shit in his next fight. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Do do we think we've seen a lot of crazy title cha- title challengers in the past and in the history? Do we see Ty Tuivasa possibly getting his uh, title shot? I mean, I mean, a, imagine Ty interim shot because Francis is probably gonna be sitting out. Oh, dude. Tie against Hero Gun? Well, I I, honestly, uh, this is going to be a hot take, but I'm, I don't think Ty can beat Volkov. Oh, um, uh, maybe. I think he could catch him. He, yeah, he could definitely beat I mean, Volkov. Lost I mean, that's Lewis, how Derek Lewis so. beat him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I just like dude, three, That's how Derek Lewis has caught 80% of his opponents. He just caught him. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but <laughs> so, like, I, that's just, not what I mean. I don't think Ty beats Hero Gun. Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. They, he definitely doesn't beat Gun. He definitely doesn't beat Gun. Definitely doesn't think, beat Stipe. But think, he's always I, got that chance. I yeah, think exactly. Ty, I mean, but he's I think, he's not that big compared to those. Yeah, Derek Lewis is big. Like for a not that big guy, he hits. Pretty fucking hard because he knocked yeah. out a really big guy. Yeah, but these and other his, guys are even his, bigger than that big guy, dude. In his last anti's last two fights, Augusto Sakai and Greg Hardy, those aren't like small dudes. Those are fucking yeah. oh, massive heavyweights. I'm no, sorry, that's listen, what I, do I can say sucks. Listen, <laughs> listen, fuck that guy, Greg Hardy. Listen, you can say all you want, Greg Hardy, this, Greg Hardy, that. This guy's not a he's not a small dude, and neither is Augusto Sakai. Oh no, Ty not yeah. both of them clean, and then just took on the big the the best knockout artist in the entire sport. Like, yeah, no hands down. Augusto Sakai is no slouch either. This Augusto Sakai is a really solid heavyweight who's mm-hmm. won plenty of fights in the UFC. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he he's no, he, he's not an easy task, and Ty, Ty got the win against him. And it, earlier in Ty Cruz, he's also had some solid wins he, he, against Andre Arlovski. He's beaten so, really solid fighters, but I just can't. But see we're him talking go, about going some of the greatest heavyweights exactly, of all time. Extremely technical yeah. striker like Cyril Gunn or, God forbid, John Jones. 
<laughs> yeah, there's. I don't see. I don't see that really working out for him. But like, Ty, I said, all, you but can't he, count him out. You can't count anyone out. He in heavyweight, especially, you can never count anybody who has any type of power out because Whoa. they always have that one chance. Like I, 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 I had a like when Cyril gone and Derek Lewis fought. I had a feeling that. You know, I knew I kind of knew Cyril Gaon was going to come out there, pay the pace, and not get it close enough to where he was going to be in danger. But I always I had kept in the back of my head, I was like, "There's a chance that Derek Lewis could sleep this guy and become the interim champ." Well, okay, this reason there, there is there is what happens with Derek Lewis now? Like, I think he's almost thirty-eight, or he's like thirty-eight now. Um, he should he should go down to light heavyweight. Yes, yeah, Derek Lewis is light heavyweight. <laughs> Let me see. Um, Derek Lewis is oh, thirty-seven. Yeah, he's almost thirty-eight. So I think um, I think I Derek Lewis. I think he's at a point in his career where he can just kind of start fighting whoever he wants for yeah. like kind of just not like he. I don't think he's trying to make a run for the title anytime soon. So I think I don't know he if just he ever has. I want to be. 100%. I think he. I think he just needs to. You know, try and you know just fight whoever gets as much, like just build his like get his money. You know what I mean? Like I think he's really in it just for his 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 check now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but and, I mean, we could he could always end up getting those two big wins. That's the thing too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he did lose there. the two of us, but I I, I know two of us rose to three. What's Derek Lewis's range? Five. 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 So he's still like one fight out of the top three. Potentially. Oh yeah, like it's definitely not. I wouldn't say over for Derek Lewis. Maybe another loss, and I might not see Derek Lewis coming back. But it's still not. The book of Derek Lewis is not over. No, no, definitely. Oh, definitely not. But I mean, I'm just like thinking because I mean he's like just looking at the heavyweight top five. I'm pretty sure he's beat everybody up there, or at least fought them. Like he's um. Beat Curtis Did Blades. he and Stipe fight? No, oh, he's wait, never fought Stipe. So he fought. I'm sorry. For the yeah, belt. It was against Stipe. Cormier, not Stipe. Curtis Blades is mm. number four. Yeah. Dude, Curtis Blades just won his last fight. It was on the uh, Volk. In yeah, the it was against Jarnzino Rosenstrike. Exactly. But it was a, like it was a pretty dominant fight, like dominant performance by him. Uh, I think Stipe deserves. Stipe deserves a title shot. No less than a title shot or a John Jones fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no less. I think I think it, it, realistically, since Ty is three, he should go and fight Gone like that. That just make like yeah, that makes the most that, sense. That makes the most sense. Ty Tuivasa's number three. What the fuck? Who would have thought? He, who would have thought? That's crazy. <laughs> That's such shot. a jump. It's just Completely. a complicated situation at heavyweight because yeah. the champion's Completely. probably going to be sitting out. That completely just jumbled up all rankings heavyweight had going for it and it's like completely messed it up. I'm happy. I'm so happy that Ty's number three, but I I don't know why. I feel like everybody's happy he's three. They just don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. Who doesn't like Ty? I, I, I'm a huge fan of Ty. I remember – Ty's first fight I watched is when he beat Ar- Arlovsky, and I figured if, if this guy can pick up some wins, he gets some ranked guys, he's going to be a star, and now he is, and he's hanging out with the Nelk boys, too. That's going to skyrocket him more. People love the 
He's super marketable, and he's a fun guy. Yeah. He's, in, oh, yeah. he, he's just a fun Australian guy. Dana White did, did the shoey. Speaking of fun Australia guys, though, I this is this uh-huh. one I saved, made sure we had plenty of time for because I know we got some feelings on it. We, we had a pretty heated debate on this fight last week. But in the end, Israel Adesanya edges out a close decision against Robert Whitaker. And I know James has a lot to say, but I want to – I want to ask our, our colleagues, are you at all surprised by Robert Whitaker's performance? And do you think after watching this fight, he's better than you thought he was? I I always knew Robert Whitaker was good. And I know for a fact he is the second best heavyweight. Or heavyweight? <laughs> he's, the, he's the second best middleweight in, in the middleweight division. And there's no question about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Nobody is getting is going to be able to get close to what those two guys are able to do, but I watching that fight it was personally it was it was I think it was an underwhelming fight. Each 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 fighter played it the right way and how they should have. Yeah, I I thought that fight honestly could have gone to a split deci- or to a split decision or even a draw. Because you got to look, Rob had the four takedowns against Izzy. Nobody, I, nobody's a, been able to even land one takedown on Izzy, unless you want to count his light heavyweight bout with Jan Blahovich. But four Vittori took him down twice, but yeah. didn't hold him at all. And he also attempted like twelve. But four like class, like really effective takedowns, like man. And we, we, I mean, we can say, like, we can say the judge. I, I, here, Oscar, I'll let you take the floor. I don't know if you guys realized or noticed how how happy he was after the fight. How happy he was with his own performance. Because now he knows he has what it takes to be Izzy. Because in this fight, he did look like he was. He did make Izzy look beatable. Whitaker did his game. He. he had a game plan and he executed it perfectly. It's just the judges went were more favored in Izzy's side, so I I don't know. It was definitely a close fight. And I person personally think Izzy did enough to win the fight, but I mean Whitaker showed us he's capable of beating Izzy. That leads into so, my, kind of leads into my second question for you guys though. If 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 it was the opposite, Robert Whitaker brought was bringing um, to Melbourne, Australia. Are you guys upset with that? No, no. I really don't think I am. You know, I would have been kind of like you know, oh dang, you know, Izzy lost, you know. But I, I, I the stat like all the stats and and every round like I think Rob really did. He, I think he won round two and three. Four, you could have. Four, you could have. And five, I think five. He definitely won that round. But the middle, the middle rounds is where you can really choose who kind of won those rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as I was saying to the during the fight, it really comes down to how the judges scored the fights. Because I think Izzy did just enough to win in the point game. But I, on paper. It looks like Whitaker did what it takes to win that fight. So I really don't know. Yeah, I did. The thing with the point game is, I agree with what you said. It just depends on how each person sees it. Because, like, exactly. the way I saw it, 
I I thought Rob won the fight. I would have been. I wasn't mad with the Izzy outcome, but if if you look at the strikes, obviously we all seen the first round. We we saw the knockdown. Rob got back up. I'd say that's a fair ten nine round. But the the all the other rounds, you know, Izzy only doesn't land too many more strikes than Rob. And um, those are all round, rounds Rob Whitaker gets a takedown. And I feel like in a round where there's a close number of strikes and you're not, like, inflicting a lot of damage to your opponent, making him look hurt, making him wobble, doing the chicken dance. Uh, I think if you get a takedown, that kind of edges it out. Cause I mean, my argument with that is we could all be honest here. We all saw the fight. Those takedowns played no factor in the game. He did no damage. He didn't have – they didn't really control him on the ground. He didn't really – is he in any danger? Let's let let's let the ground and that's where my point comes in. Is it depends how the judges score that. Let's 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 because in my opinion, I mean, yeah. Because again, his fucking his hand like Aaron Yeager right now, just begging and dying to say something. So, James, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, Rob's performance in the final outcome of this fight? And can I say one more thing before? James. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. One, one more comment I have is we had to play the takedown, the amount of takedown, takedown attempts he's made, and he didn't get. I don't remember exactly, but how many takedowns did he attempt? It was 10. Well, was four out of 10. Four, four out of 10. 40%, I mean, 40%. 40% solid. I mean, yeah, but are we just going to give Izzy no credit for his takedown defense? Defenses? I'm I mean, like I said, it all comes down to how the judges wanted to score it. All right. All right. Um, um, everybody knows how much I've been championing uh, this fight for Rob. Uh, and, and, and Rob, well, I think 100%, without a doubt, I think he did what it takes to win that fight. I do. And I, honestly, I'm going to go out there and say he got robbed. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, he didn't do enough to beat the champion. You got to dominate to beat the champion. I think that's bullshit. I think that is 100% bullshit. Champion bias should not be a thing, and it's bullshit. Because if you go by the stats, uh, obviously, lost first round. If you, anybody said he won that first round, then you didn't watch the fight. He lost the first round, hands down. That, that was, that was, he looked bad. He didn't look horrific, but he, he looked bad. And... Um, you know, I was I was very um, I wasn't too optimistic after that. But after that, Rob kept it close in every single category. And my point about this is, first off, who whatever judge said that was a 10-8 in the first round should not be fucking judging. I don't care. That's ridiculous. And second off, like rounds two through five. So the striking difference, round two. Izzy landed 16, Rob landed 12. Round three, Izzy 17, Rob 12. Four, uh, Rob 16, Izzy 15. And then five, Izzy 13, Rob 10. The most he was behind in strikes in a round was five. Was five. And every single one of those rounds, he got a takedown. And he had three minutes, three, three and a half minutes of control time. I think that's what puts it over. I think that what is for Rob, not only, like, against the fence, too, he had good control in the clinch game. I think that um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, he was never really in danger, or Izzy was never really in danger. 
Rob was never in danger. Like, I get like, oh, if you want to beat the champ, you got to go to him. I think Rob did that. I think Rob 100% did that. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, he had a submission attempt. They didn't count it as a submission attempt, which I'm honestly surprised about. But um, he, he got on his back, and he almost had a rear naked choke on, which would have been honestly disgusting. I would have been through the roof. But, you know, it's not that easy with Izzy. And, um, I think, but... I think um, you know, the only way I could see – because I didn't agree with the unanimous decision. I thought that was a little – Oh, neither did I. Um, I thought – I think the only way they could have – I don't know. I wouldn't say the first round was a 10-8. The only way I could have seen Izzy winning that fight possibly is just because the judges scored – for him more against like his like Oscar was saying his takedown defenses because he defended more takedowns than Rob landed and that is like the most like absurd way to score a fight or to score like you know per round or whatever but like, that is the only like comprehensible way I could see them scoring that being you know and even what, even like, towards what fight in history has takedown defenses counted for anything. But if you think about it, someone could attempt 20, what, 20 takedowns, they get about eight. Do you not play that as a factor in I the mean, fight? eight takedowns is still eight takedowns. That's a lot of takedowns. Out of eight 20, what, what about? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, eight, eight takedowns 100%. is a lot. I mean, like, I, I, I can yeah. understand what you're saying, but at the same time, it's not like, it's not like, Izzy's like denying that takedown and then kneeing, throwing a knee and like knocking down. Rob I mean, and again, and it wasn't like Whitaker was taking him down and doing any damage. He had three minutes of control, over three minutes of control time. That's my thing. Doing like, could, absolutely could, nothing. Yeah, he could, he could just be sitting there and fucking laying on him. Okay, but if it's going to the scorecard and that control time means nothing, then what the fuck is the point? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And you could say the same thing about the takedown defense. But defense. how? No, you can't. Because those takedown defenses, like, with the takedowns, he had control time. Like, obviously, yeah, there were some takedowns that Izzy, you know, he got taken down and got right back up. But, like, there were takedowns where he did things with them. So it's not like you can just be like, oh, that's it. I mean, that doesn't really count. Like, he shot ten times and only got four, and you know, that nah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it, it, so that's true, but like, nope, he didn't dominate, so he didn't beat the champ. Like that's fucking bullshit. That's just saying the only way you can beat the champ is either outstrike him by fifty strikes or knock him out clean. That's it. That's the only way you're beating the champ. That makes no fucking sense to me. Like, I think we can all agree this was a very controversial. Like this final decision, I don't. I no, I I, I still think Izzy won the fight. I do not at all. I don't think Izzy <laughs> won that fight. I don't think Izzy. Like nah, fuck no, fuck no. Um. Anyways, no, I think it's just it, it's so tough. I I don't. I really hate the fact that they said it was a unanimous and then scored it forty nine forty six in Izzy's favor like that. There was no point in this fight where Izzy looked absolutely unstoppable. You know what I mean? Like, he just – he fought like how Izzy does, and he fought a really good fight. But Rob also fought a really, really good fight. It 
it really, really could have gone either way, and the judges' championship bi- cha- champion bias is a thing, and it will stay a thing, and it's just, it's just how it is. One of my coworkers from work brought up a good point. He told me that he. Oh, I'm sorry about that, but um, he told me he he thinks Izzy's gonna start doing what Mayweather did throughout his career is to just barely do enough to win his championship fights. Yeah, I could definitely and, do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think this was either guy's best. No, no. I think that's what I was wrong about. That was not one of his best performance. But if well, well I think they could both tiring. be much better. Yes, but one of them. And like, like tiring. I said, like I said, like I said before uh, we started talking about this, I said this is a really underwhelming fight. Like, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Say I, it's I underwhelming. Because I, 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 I was uh, underwhelming just for the pure fact that it not like we yeah, Rob getting the takedowns was huge, and it was like whoa, like he's taking down Izzy and whatever. But at the same time, like. I, I wanted I was I was asking for I guess too much. I mean no because Izzy I mean Izzy came at the first fight completely demolished Whitaker. Whitaker should have came out there that second fight and tried to take his head off, not do the bare minimum to maybe. Well, okay, well, well, well. I disagree whoa, 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 whoa. with that. Yeah, I disagree heavy. Whitaker's not a fucking idiot. You, everybody who has done that to Izzy except Kelvin Gastelum has gotten their head taken off. Whitaker's not, that's what Whitaker, that's what he said in interviews and stuff. He said, I was so pissed. I was so angry and I didn't hate the guy or anything. I didn't even know him, but I took it out all on him and I rushed in and I got my head kicked off. That's what happened. I didn't mean fighting style. I meant going in there and trying to dominate, not obviously going in there and just start throwing hate makers. But, but yeah, the smart I, strategy would to be. Because what I mean, he, he went in that's there. What, yeah, it would be that's what, play the points sorry, game because he yeah. got finished last time. Mm-hmm. And that's I think Quickly. he did. Like I was talking to you guys beforehand, I was like, I think it'd be smart if he start, started mixing in those takedowns because he said before, like the first fight, I didn't even think about takedowns. I didn't even think about it. And but I think he knows now. Like I think I'm not gonna say like I'm you know the 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 striker of Whitaker or Izzy or anything like that. But what I saw is if Whitaker just followed up on some of those one twos, like he hit two jabs, and then Izzy would Izzy has his hands low. But I felt like there was something open. But at the same time, I can completely understand not attacking that because that's what he did the first fight, and that's how he got knocked out. So like I get it, but I think uh, both fighters could have done more to like completely cement their victory, and and that's what I meant. That just goes to show that the judging in this was kind of flawed because neither fighter really showed, like you said, uh, James and Mason, like neither fighter fought their best fight. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. But also, I think I think Whitaker worked his game plan better than Izzy's. I, I, I agree with that. I do because I think I, I completely agree like with like that. we've been saying nobody has been able to take Izzy down except for Jan at uh, light heavyweight. I, I well okay more than you know Vittori, but like Whitaker was doing it every round after the first. And well, I'm on my little tirade here. I you know I'm all for you know you know picking people up and everything, but I'm gonna call somebody out when they're when they did a shitty job. 
Mike Bisping fucking sucks. That was bullshit. Are you kidding me? That was fucking bullshit commentary at its finest. That was the worst shit I have ever heard. That motherfucker could have knocked Izzy's head off and he would have been like, great game plan by Izzy. Lowering the chin right to the knee. He's going to absorb it right on the chin bone. That's technique at its finest. Like, God, <laughs> fuck you. Like, that well, was ridiculous. My, Mike, it's no hard feelings. We love you, Mike. Um, no, no, James, no, no. James, no, like, no, I don't care. Mike, we'd love, to have you on the, we'd love to have you on the show one day. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell him the deal. Like, fuck no. Dude, that was bullshit. <laughs> you know, Mike, so, Mike Bisbing did tweet out. He did tweet out saying he's like, you know, I thought I thought Izzy won round one through four, and he he did. He gave Rob some credit, not a whole lot, but he gave Rob credit saying, you know, round five was his best round. And I agree that round five was by far his best round. But I, I think yeah, it's I, obvious. <laughs> I think the obvious answer is. Mike Bisping ran away from Robert Whitaker for what Robert Whitaker for like two years. I'm saying and he doesn't like it. Like, I mean, he wasn't completely wrong all the time, but I think he was definitely leaning towards Izzy because he was supposed to have a rivalry with this guy for two years, and he ducked this guy. Like, plain and simple, he ducked this guy. He took fights with Dan Henderson and GSP before he took. A retired GSP before he took a fight with Rob Whitaker or Yoel Romero. I, yeah. I think there's a little bit of salt in in Mike Bisping when it comes to Rob Whitaker. I could That's be wrong. Thing. I don't think fight. I don't think you, the UFC should include fighters who have per, like personal vendettas against somebody. Like, like let's say John Jones fights on a paper. Do we, shouldn't be do we? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do we think DC should be commentating? No. Like, well, I, I think the like I definitely see what you guys are saying, but like, um, I think it's more should DC be commentating team could be fights because I mean we remember when no, not even fight. Yeah, dude. No. I mean, like, I don't think DC can do a backflip, but I think if he could, he would have been doing backflips into the cage to go talk to Islam after he murdered Dan Hooker. Like, <laughs> I don't blame him for that. I'd be hyped. Yeah, no, but he shouldn't be commentating. Yes, exactly. Like I 100% be happy for the the dudes, you know, that you train with that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But when you're commentating, you're supposed to be non-biased. It's supposed to be, you know, equal, equal uh, uh, point of view for everybody. But I, it, he can even celebrate was... after the fight. You just don't, exactly. Don't, yeah, I, I guess for lack of a better term, meat ride during the, during the whole fight. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and like one side, clearly one side. Like I don't think anybody wants to see like TJ fight and have Dominic Cruz like commentating. You know what I mean? No. Like, or you ride it, favor. <laughs> yeah, there's a clear bias. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mason makes a great point. I don't, or James. I think you were a little, uh, a little extravagant no, I, there, but I but. am because it was so frustrating. Because like I thought Rob did a good job getting on Izzy's back. A little technical difficulties, I think. <laughs> Cue the elevator music. Uh, <laughs> well, while, <laughs> James, while James is gone, I was gonna say. 
I think this opens up. I think after this fight, we're going to see a lot more people taking Izzy down because the difference between what Marvin Vittori did and Robert Whitaker did, and especially if you rewatch it, you can see almost all of his takedowns come off of Izzy throwing a kick or throwing a strike, and he gets yeah. it at the right time. Get him off balance. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Vittori I, was sorry, taking sorry, straight on shots. To, um, what happened, Joe? Welcome back, James. No, I got a phone call. My apologies, guys. Apologies. All right. Well, we're back. <laughs> no worries, my boy. No worries. No worries. But like I was saying, like like Oscar just said, t- take him off balance. When he's throwing that high kick, you go in for that take. There's a perfect example. He go- throws the high kick. Winter ca- almost catches it on the thigh and just drives in. Like, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think the if you watch his fight with Vittori, especially, you'll see. Even in the Whitaker fight, when Whitaker shoots straight on like a normal shot, that's not to, while someone's throwing a strike. Izzy sprawls, Izzy backs off, Izzy, Izzy gets away, and this, Vittori does the same thing for almost a whole fight. He throws just these straight on shot. Even if you set him up with hand fighting and fakes and stuff, he throws these straight shots. You got to wait for him to throw that strike and then come in for the takedown because then he's off balance. You don't have to worry about a sprawl or a wizard. Mm-hmm. Whatever technique yeah. you, you use, depending on the shot. So, so what do we think is next for Robert Whitaker? Um, I, uh, I mean, this is going to sound biased, obviously, but I think he's one hundred percent right with what he said in the post conference uh, or post conference, post fight interview, um, where he said that a third fight is inevitable, like because he's going to r- run through whoever they put in front of them in that division. And, but I feel like it's just a matter of time. Like, how many people does he fight? Does he have to fight three people again? You know, does it, um, you know, two, one? What do you guys think for, for that? Do we two. see I don't know, but mm, I think we see Whitaker versus Vittori. Yeah, yeah, me too. Or Whitaker versus Costa if he comes back to middle. Costa said the only fight he wants is Vittori. Which doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Dude, but Costa's also a drunk. Like, <laughs> his guy is, <laughs> oh, man. I like, th- I thought Costa No, was, don't no, say no, no. you like Costa, because nobody. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I, I, I liked Costa. I thought, you know, he's a fun fighter. You know, he's a heavy hitter and all that. But then all that stuff with Vittori in that, in that, um, in that fight, where he came in, like, so down. overweight, and they had to move it up to, like, heavyweight and everything. And I was just like, what? Like, what? what is this guy doing? And then Dana White said he's not middleweight anymore, but he said he is. So I don't even know what's going on with that. Um, but I'd love to see Costa versus uh, – or, I'm, yeah, Costa versus – because they made Costa versus Whitaker. But then he pulled yeah. out and Gaslam, being the, the hero that he is, came in to uh, fix – you know, save the fight. So I don't think there's anybody that doesn't like Kelvin Gaslam. I think I, know. I think I, I, everybody I, can appreciate him. Dude, I honestly hope he can get back to his winning ways and he can uh you know fight Oh yeah, for definitely. Again. Um he has a fight um, coming up against I think. But no, what I was going to say is do we think mm-hmm. that a Whitaker do we think Whitaker going back to welterweight could possibly happen? Probably no. not. I don't. I not at he's this stage. Actually, way, yeah, he's doing he's, way too good at middleweight. Yeah, and he almost just beat a champ that people think. Yeah, he, they, he almost just beat a champ that people think was untouchable mm-hmm. at this weight class. I think if he doesn't stay at 
light, at middleweight. I think he goes to light heavyweight. But rambling on, to end it off, what were our overall thoughts on the card? I thought it was a great card. I thought it was a I great card. A hundred percent agree. I'm su- I'm I'm you know that the whole card was you know it was a fun card to watch. We saw Bobby mm-hmm. Green do it, pull a striking clinic. Um, they kind of changed the card around a little bit. Um, the pre our previous episode that we made, our picks were uh, looked a little weird because uh, Kyler Phillips ended up being on the prelims, which mm-hmm. we we were all sitting waiting for the main card to start. We all got notifications on our phone saying, "Oh, Kyler Phillips submitted his opponent in the second round." We're like, "What?" But um, no. Overall, I think the card was definitely, definitely worth worth it. And I, I, I still think the tie to Avasa knockout and Derek Lewis was by far the best thing that happened. That that was so strong. I, that was it was a great card. Um, Rob is the middleweight champ. Um, in my eyes, <laughs> he's the people's champ. Um. And I, 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 you know, I'm honestly hurt. I'm, I, it's tough. You know, it was really tough um, to, to uh, for everything to happen. But it was a great card. I think the most painful thing to watch during that card was those elbows that Derek Brunson took because Jesus Christ, oh my yeah. God, those were brutal. Um, <laughs> but no, it was a great card. Uh, and yeah, I think Bobby Crean started out with a bang and tied to Avasa. Uh, put Derek Lewis to sleep, everything in between. And even the title fight was a little underwhelming, but obviously, you know, it was a big title fight, so there was a lot at stake. So I thought it was a great card overall. Great card. All right. Well, I think our viewers are in for a bang next week when we talk about this upcoming card with Johnny Walker, the star, and – we we go talk about whatever else is going on in the Hold MMA up, don't world. don't don't forget to mention Mr. Jamal Hill. Yeah. <laughs> his knockout win in his last fight. I think Johnny Walker's going to beat him. I think I, I got Jamal that. Hill we this got, next we gotta, fight. We got to say we got to save our picks guys. Come on now, you know how this works. No, I know. That's why I said they're in for a bang next episode. All right. All right. I think um, we're out. James Cue that social media thing. And with that, this has been the MMA Dream. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in listening to any more of our episodes or finding us on any of our socials, then you can find that in the link tree down below and, of course, on Spotify. And as well, if you want to reach us for any business inquiries or anything like that, you can find us at gmail at mmapod6 at gmail.com. Other than that, again, thank you for listening, and you have a good night. Thank mm-hmm. you.